You are now entering the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends. This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Where we discuss geek culture from the belly of the beast once a week. I'm your host, Dan, who for the first time ever has won a game of Lords of Waterdeep. It'll never happen again, but it was really good tonight. With me, as always, are my two co-hosts. I got Will, who's wearing a Ricky's famous apple pancake shirt. I kind of really regret the fact that you won <laughs> now. Why? Because of all that. Oh, I, I, also, I also want to object. I have Daz. Why are you objecting? Don't object to my win. Because we kept giving you points. You didn't give me points. You gave me cubes. Sometimes we gave you points. <coughs> Which too. are points? Which are points? Because we wanted to see this like not drunk Dan not come in last. And I came in first by one point. I won by one point. One fifty one. One fifty. And William was at one forty something. William came in last. This this game. It'll never happen again. Well, how does it feel to be Dan Zisco? <laughs> oh, it hurts, doesn't it? It sucks. It sucks. I'm going to make you roll the fucking dice. <laughs> but you're so good at the dice. How is everybody? I miss you guys. This was, week. I, I was better like five minutes ago. Uh, I was better like two minutes ago. Uh, I had, uh, had month and close. I wasn't angry until now. Now I'm angry. Um, drink I'd, I'd like to be also bitter, but until Dan mentioned it's it. It's not I, bitter. It's angry. I, There's I, a difference. Okay, fine. Um, regardless, <laughs> I, 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 I just... For the first time, notice because Dan brought it up that Will's wearing the Ricky's shirt. He I brought is him. wearing the Ricky shirt that that that, well, that does got you. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, the, the, the yeah. Ricky shirt that I stole from my employers. Yeah, he got me two shirts for his restaurant that no longer exists, and I wear them all the time. <laughs> Are they comfortable or? <laughs> yeah, no. This one is super. Yeah, it really is. Like, all right, it's like a, it's like a polo shirt that's kind of short sleeve. I love polo of. shirts. Yeah, I mean that's all right. I did. It, it doesn't exist. You're like kind of hipster. No, it doesn't look good. Like, <laughs> but like, I'm like, I'm going to dance and it's hot and I'm going to throw on like any pair of shorts I have. And oh, look, there's a polo shirt. That'll be comfy. And, you know, you're I don't give a shit if you guys judge me. You know what I would say? I'm like, you're the only person I know who actually wears polo shirts in public. But my my button down normal shirts are short sleeve collared shirts. And I'm in a collared work shirt right now. So yeah, really no, what you're doing talk. right now is normally what I do. Yeah. It's a button up shirt and you've got the sleeves rolled up that's yeah. my day-to-day -day look this, this is me too this is uh, I, I, I hate putting my sleeves down i just can't wear t-shirts anymore i'm i'm also wearing a button up with the sleeves we're rolled all up. wearing button but ups only but i'm not buttoning mine up okay i'm not it's open. Yeah, yeah that's one of my buddies asked me about the other day he's a big uh, he's a he's another 90s guy and he's a big proponent of flannel friday 
there's a thing. Oh well, he made it a thing. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think this is a thing because a bunch of the '90s guys were like started wearing flannel on Fridays, and so one day I wandered in a flannel uh, that was uh, like Des has got today. It's the uh, it's the button up, but it's not buttoned up. You've got a t-shirt on underneath, and he came in and he said, "Will, you're a guy who knows about fashion," and I nearly fell out of my <laughs> chair because he said that, and I. I, I thought, well, he must be joking, but actually, I think maybe he's just oblivious. But um, he's like, "Is that a thing? Is it back? Can I do that again?" And I was like, "You made this up. This is your thing." I'm like, uh, th- "I mean, this is what we did ten years ago. If you want to bring it back, we can bring it back. This is just what I wore today because I, I don't give a shit." I was told today that neon is coming back. No, no, no. no. I don't. I don't. I, I'm hoping it was. This was a woman I work with. Um, who is awesome. She's a lovely nerd. She goes to Comic-Con and, and, and whatnot. Um, she told me Neon was coming back, which I was like, no. Although I will say this, I am slightly frightened, and I may put in for it now, that they're thinking about offering someone a job in my department who also is a big Comic-Con goer, and I'm like, we can't both go to Comic-Con at the same time. I mean, we probably could. But, but I'm like, you're in charge, right? But I'm, Well, she'll be in charge of me. Oh, no, that's, so, this is, no, this doesn't work. So I'm like, I've got to put in for it now, before, if they hire her before she gets here, so that I have it off first. That's the way that it has to happen. You know no, I mean? just like just set up now. Like my wife's having a baby on those four days. On those four she days. has a really long labor pattern. You can't question that, or it's discrimination. <laughs> Dan, four days. I also like to say I only went to Comic Con for one day, and you know what? That was enough. But yet we talked for two hours about it. <laughs> That's because it's Comic Con. <laughs> And it's run by little um, garden gnomes that have the intelligence of a five-year-old. If, if you haven't listened to uh, episode 94 of Musings of a Geek, uh, which was two episodes ago, um, it was our Comic-Con 2015 recap. Go back and listen to it. It was two hours of Comic-Con. Wait, so this is 97 This or is 96. Episode 96. Woo, only four episodes from the next episode Dan erases. So I, I, no, I'm not going to episode. I'm not going to erase episode 100. Wait, when's, oh, the last, when's the last time you erased an episode? The last time we had an anniversary. <laughs> when was that? Fifty, I think 50, I erased. I think. I think I erased fifty. So he's he's, he's like forty six in a row now. He's erased every single anniversary. I'm more than forty six in a row recorded. because we've done pilots since then, and I've done a few of Brian Sweat and the Small Stuff. So I'm I'm we're not I'm over a hundred. We don't count any podcasts we are not on. Oh, fair enough. But pilots, we're all on pilots. I didn't know there were podcasts I wasn't on. Yeah, there's lots of them. There's there like, are several of them. In fact, there's 97 on the Musings of a Geek there, podcast. It feels network like it. I really got to clean up the Musings of a Geek podcast network. And apparently, somebody was calling me out, Desmond, about true. not posting um, that that um, intrepid beard known as VF. I think we're going to call him Nickel. the intrepid beard from now on. Nickel is now the intrepid. He beard. is. He is. We're, 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 they were having some amount of um, upsetness. At your not posting their episodes. It's up now. All their episodes are up. They're all happy. They're there. Musicsofgeek.com slash graphic novice. Go check out graphic novice. It's I kind of love the podcast. word upsetness. Yeah, I made it up. I'm, so, I'm well aware. How was everybody's week? Everybody have a good week? <clears throat> I haven't seen you guys in a week. I've kind of had a sad week. Why, why, I did see your post about your love like being like Chunk no, that was in just the beginning of Goonies when he bursts the Coke over the window and all over himself. A strawberry shake. Or strawberry, strawberry shake. It might have been strawberry quick. I and, don't know. And, and the pizza. And the pizza. No, that is that has uh, up till now been my love life. Um, uh, but like I, I stick with the sentiment of that post, which is that you need to have a sense of humor. I choose to view that as funny, not sad. No, I didn't uh, don't um, think that's sad. No, that's not what's made my week, my week sad. I've been working orientations all, all the last two weeks, basically, for school. And... Um, over the course of the, the preceding three days, I've, ha- I've looked at the transfer <laughs> students. 
and I've watched them come in every single day with less and less options of classes they can actually take. Why is that? Because the you don't get to sign up for classes until you do your orientation. <laughs> so if you're like in the third or fourth orientation, all the classes are full. Oh, this doesn't seem like it should be a thing. But it is. It's so a thing in modern it, education. It's, it's, it's like you should, everybody should do their orientation and then like Comic-Con, all in one day, pick your classes, go! No, that's not, the way, the, that's not the way the world works, Dan. Um, the system would, li- would literally crash. But no, listening to our academic advisor basically say, you should take this class, and then I'm the one behind her with the smartphone having to go, nope, nope. full. Can't take that class. Nope. Full it, and I. It, there's one more day. I don't even know about these poor kids on Monday. So basically, tell them like, have you ever considered taking commercial paper? <laughs> that's, that's it. I was gonna say something along the lines of, you know, I took commercial paper. Wait, is that actually a class? Yeah, in law school it is. Actually, commercial paper. I is, learned commercial paper is actually a class in accounting too. I learned that you could write a check <laughs> on a coconut. Any, you could write a check on anything. Well, except, well, that was the rule: was you could write a check on anything. Until they passed laws that said you can no longer write a check on anything, so they taught us that you could, and then taught us that you can't. Yeah. Well, I mean, what teases? Theoretically, you could still you could write a check on anything, but they, like you said, there are laws against that. Yeah, but Bank of America can tell you to go fuck yourself, yeah, and um, yeah. that's legal. Uh, some people might not. You know, if you're kind of Bitcoiny underworld sort of, you could technically write a check. Which is essentially an IOU on anything. IOU this much money, draw it on this account. The end. All you need to know, Dan, is that the poor people on Monday are probably taking all three of their G, their upper division GE classes in the first semester because it's all that's available. You know what? Get them out of the way. Get that's, them out of the way. Yeah. That's what I say. You, part of the thing is you have no comprehension how upperclassman status is. Because you didn't do upperclassmen in a normal... like No. The, the whole point is you no longer have to do a schedule that's mostly crap that people tell you you have to take that you have no interest in taking. That's the whole advantage of being an upperclassman. Oh, I did that. Oh, yeah. At the end, I just took classes. I didn't even give a shit what the class was. It was like, oh, this fits really conveniently into my schedule. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I did that. And then when I got to uh, National University, I, <coughs> excuse me, I'd taken all my GE already. So it was nothing but accounting classes for like two years. It was great. Mm-hmm. I'm the only person in the world who says that. Like, yeah, accounting classes. But I had some really good teachers. I'm pretty sure like my last semester of law school, I took <laughs> one class on Tuesday and four on Thursday. And that was it? I was basically a one-day-a-week student. But you still had to do stuff during the week. No, by my last time, like at the end of law school, like so senioritis kicks in for some people at the end of high school. But I went straight from high school to college, and I didn't get it in high school. And then at college, I went straight from college to law school, and it didn't kick in for me in college. No. It kicked in for me in my last year of law school. Mm -hmm. I feel like you still could have failed out, though. Who, me? Yeah, you. You you know his brain works real good, right? I know. Yeah, I mean, it's mainly based on tests at the (laughs) end, and I can bullshit anything. That's kind of what they teach you in law school. Just if you can make an argument. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right, I got nine topics tonight and a bunch of questions from the universe. Um, these, some of them are cool, some of them are not. Some of them are. I've got notes on a little. No, none of them paper. are cool. That's the entire point of I the guess fucking podcast. I guess so. <sighs> Roll the dice. Roll the dice. <laughs> Why are you heavy signing, Mr. Depressive? Number seven. All right, this topic is leave it to 4chan to ignore sensitive, intelligent data. Um, apparently, there was wait, a. Wait, this. how can? 
How can data be sensitive and intelligent? <laughs> um, it's just data. It still requires a human to interpret it. Apparently, an Australian intelligence officer was pissed off at his country. That's a real thing. And posted a bunch of shit on 4chan, to which uh, 4chan responded that it was gay and something else. Didn't believe a word oh, of it. And yeah. made fun of the guy. And it was right. And it was completely 100% right. That if anybody looked at this data... Like anybody important, any they'd be like, "Fuck, we could just go attack Australia and take all their shit." And I don't know what shit there is in Australia. All your koalas are no. below us. All your koalas. <laughs> That's not gonna happen, Dan. I met a lovely Australian woman who worked for my company last week. She was They're great. all lovely. She's lovely. Don't worry, Australia's fine. I just find it funny that there was a. Uh, um, Literally, somebody came out and posted a bunch of real shit on 4chan, and of course, 4chan, being 4chan, was like, that's gay. Yeah, well, hold on. You thought, like, I've got important information. I need to bring this to the world. I'm going to go to 4chan? 4chan? Like, what's wrong with you? Isn't, haven't we just renamed 4chan Trollville? Basically, yes. I mean, that's basically what it is, but. It's not, it's not a place for real things. Mm-hmm. Which is why nobody took it seriously. Um, and again, I find it amusing because 4chan was being 4chan, and that's what happens. Um, you know, unlike the hacker called 4chan who broke the. Uh, what was that? What do they? What do they call it? What? When all of the nude pictures from the celebrities came out, CNN. Oh, the fappening. Fappening. CNN said I mean, there's a what hacker named 4chan. Oh, oh. yes, the hacker <laughs> named 4chan. That was my favorite thing in the world. Um, no, because, uh, and, and this is the thing, if you're going to release sensitive intelligence data, A, pick a better way to do it, and B, um, th- th- the internet is not going to be your friend. Ever. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. That's it. I found it amusing. I just thought we'd bring it up. I found All right. It, I found it funny. That was it. I got eight topics left. But before we move on, I just want to make sure, Dan, you know that we're not going to let anybody invade Australia. I don't know. Maybe we will. Dan, that would be allowing someone to take over a country within like a hundred nautical miles of our own borders. What? What? We have we have defense responsibility for Micronesia, which is right next to Australia. <laughs> no, nobody's gonna fuck with Australia mainly because it's a uh, barren wasteland that nobody would want, and it's a mix of British criminals and poisonous animals. Nobody wants it. Hugh Jackman came from Australia. No, no, they produce a lot of fantastic people. He is dreaming. Uh, they were extremely happy people, somehow. But uh, I'm not going to take it over. Even though they live in a well, wasteland with dangerous animals and criminals, <clears throat> yeah, you that's have essentially to, what we're saying. Have you seen where the population lives in Australia? It's all on the coast. On the coast. If you move, like seriously, if you like decide you're going to drive through the middle of Australia, <laughs> you do so at your own risk. Oh no, no, no! Um, Doke, uh, Rihanna's aunt's boyfriend, has done that trip, and it's like you go for <clears throat> you go for days, and you don't see anybody. Yeah, they're like, we're not going to come get you if he you disappear in the middle of he our country. Up, he hooked up with a bunch of uh, Australians who were doing that, too. They like they bartered shit. Like, they had killed some wallabies and gave him food, and he had some extra water and gasoline, and there was a whole barter system going. Like, going out to the middle of Australia, it, you're right. It's You're probably going to die. Yeah. Just good luck. Good luck. Sucks out here. Good luck. But uh, the coast of Australia, I've heard, is beautiful. It's they also just, have an gorgeous. exceptionally large navy. Really? Well, you better yeah. have a navy. You're surrounded by. You're an water. island. It's like the British Navy. You're an island. That was my favorite thing. Gordon, I watch a lot of Gordon Ramsay. I like Gordon Ramsay a lot, and his whole thing is, why don't the British people eat more fish? 
Like good fish, not just like cod that you do in fish and chips. You're fucking an island. You're, you're fucking an island. You're a fucking island. You're surrounded by water. This, this was the entire joke about the Irish potato famine, right? That you were surrounded by water and you starved to death. Yeah, there's fish. What's wrong with you? There's tons of fish. Tons of fish. Ireland, you go off the coast a little bit. Tons of fish. But the Irish people not fishing. I don't know. I have no fish idea. Fish is kind of gross. I, I love fish. I fish. Seafood is delicious. I don't know what fish there is off the coast of Ireland, but. There were no potatoes and everyone was sad. It's probably tasteless and bland, just like everything else there. <sighs> I, 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 I like Ireland. I had a really good time in Ireland. No, I got a buddy who just booked a trip Ireland. to Ireland. So he's preparing for it by ordering more stouts when we go to Happy Hour. I love Ireland. Ireland's great. Um, my mother decided we went to an Irish pub in Ireland. Like it's and, and there it's just a pub. Uh, yeah, that, it's just a it's pub. It's just there. a yeah, pub there. Right. And, they don't you know, call it an Irish pub. And, and in we, we're, we're literally, you know, we're the we're the wait, Americans who wait. wait. Isn't it technically just a pub here too? Outside of Shakespeare's, name one place you go to in San Diego. That you call a pub that isn't an Irish pub. Well, there are British pubs. Yeah, I know. Like, Other than Shakespeare's. The Prince, Princess Pub in, in Little Italy is a British pub. Yeah. As opposed to the One. Field, which is an Irish pub. I mean, I guess they don't have Thai pubs. I mean, I guess. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if they do, I kind of want to go. I feel like there's a lot of. No, 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 no. Shit. I can't remember. It's. It, ah, there is, like, damn it, there was drinks with lemongrass, and it was. Are you what? sure? I don't even know what sure? that was. It wasn't a Vietnamese pub. Uh, did we just I break see, him? I don't I know what's happening. I can see happened. the Vietnamese having a pub. Can anyone else agree know. on that? Can you, you see the Vietnamese having a pub? I don't know. I think Will's broken, too. I don't know. He's making faces at the microphone. It's don't make radio. faces at the microphone. It's radio. No one's going to see it. Um, no, no, we go, to, we go to a pub, and of course, we're the Americans who find the other American, the only other Americans in this place in the back room, because we're all just kind of hanging out in a corner. They were from Kentucky. We're all traveling together. And you're like, I've heard of that. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what, that's brilliant. Those of you listening at home, if you have an opportunity to travel to Europe, it's great. You meet friends everywhere because you find other Americans who are like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, no, we no, kept no, doing no, that. You know what the best part of that is, Dan? You met and made friends with people from Kentucky who probably wouldn't talk to you. Oh, probably not, no. In the state In of the Kentucky. state, but because we were both in, in uh, we were in Dingle, actually. No, this shit yeah. kept happening to us. We were at a restaurant, no, a uh, an overpriced um, shithole in Versailles, um, and we ran into some people, and they're like, we heard them speaking English, and we were at that point where we were like, you speak English. Mm-hmm. Can we hug you? And um, we're like, you know, you do the normal, like, so where are you from? Yeah. And, you know, when people ask us that, we say, we're from San Diego. Because nobody knows where the fuck Hamul Because nobody's going to know. Well, we were in Rancho San Diego at the time. And so, <laughs> yeah, you know, gonna... that's not going to mean anything. And they're like, oh, yeah, we are, too. We're from Carlsbad. And this kept happening to us. We kept running into people who were like, we're from Carlsbad or La Jolla or Coronado. Really? Which, for those of you who aren't from San Diego, are the nice, rich places in the county. And then they'd be like, oh, you're from San Diego, too? Where from? Like, and they'd be like, East County. East county. And then they'd look at us like, how did you get to Europe? <laughs> The closest did, did, were you able to recycle that many cans that you were able to save up? The, the closest people we ever met on our travels to San Diego was Huntington Beach. Um, we found a couple that actually took our picture. There's a picture hanging up when we were on. Uh, we're in Venice over. What is that favorite bridge in Venice? The one that's uh, going away. The, whatever that. The one bridge is. isn't going the, away, the, but the locks are. Yeah, no, no, in Venice, the very famous bridge in, in oh. Venice. That one. They took our picture. They were from Huntington. That was the closest we ever found. We found the people from Kentucky, a bunch of other people, 
Funny story, funny end of that story is we're in the pub in Ireland and my mother wants wine and I go up to the bartender and ask for wine and he looks at me like you would expect a guy in Ireland to look at you when you ask for wine in a bar. Yeah. Yeah, you know exactly what that look was. And I was the guy who was like, I'm the asshole who's well, like, well, damn, I what, have a glass of wine? What do you expect? You know, I mean, you're like, it's for my mother-in-law. It, it was for my mother, not even mother-in-law. Mother. My mother. From it first, man. Meh, yeah, and it was the, it was it was covered in dust. The little like it was like a little like uh-huh. single serving bottle covered in dust, thick dust. So that yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about. What were we talking about? Nobody knows. Four chan, four chan, yeah, four chan. All right, roll the dice. We were done with four chan and traveling. Number six. I got to get to my thing. Number six. Um, well, William, uh, that he asked if this was on here. The Deadpool trailer dropped finally. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, what the hell is going on in my? Oh, Will. Stephen's making drinks. Will. Cocktails. The yeah. uh, the uh, the Deadpool trailer you, came out. You that look like an avocado that had a baby with an with older an older avocado. avocado. Yeah. Okay. So the only kind of funny parts in the trailer were T.J. Miller. With T.J. Miller, and I'm pretty convinced that everything T.J. Miller is in, people go. We're not going to script you. We'll just turn the camera on, and we're going <laughs> to let you go, and you just do your thing. Uh-huh. And yeah, no, you're very right that the, the two the two TJ Miller lines are obviously TJ Miller just ad libbing, just being TJ Miller. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, those of you who are missed the beginning of this, the Deadpool trailer dropped. There was a Green Man trailer and a Red Band trailer. Um, those of you who don't know who Deadpool is, he he's uh, the person who all the people are dressed up at as your comic uh, at your comic con. He's also he's, a he's the world's most popular comic character as of today. He is an insane... Uh, it's w- now ruined. Wade Wilson is a guy who had massive amounts of cancer and got all sorts of cool superpowers, but that drove him insane, so he knows he is a comic book character, and he's crazy, and everybody loves Deadpool, and he eats chimichangas. Um, he's in this movie, we played by Ryan Reynolds. Now it's uh, Van Wilder. Now, now, it's, now it's Van Wilder. Although, Ryan Reynolds is... He's the right, probably he's the, right the best choice to play, choice to play this this part. Um, I actually really liked the trailer, and really? I yeah, I did. I really liked the trailer. I disagree that it's going to be better than Batman v Superman. I think it's going to be a different oh, movie. No, 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 no. I think I will enjoy both of them it for will very different. Definitely reasons. better than Batman v Superman. <sighs> but that says more about Batman v Superman's badness than it does Deadpool's goodness. D- no, d- you didn't think that the whole trailer or the whole movie, I'm guessing, is written by an 11 year old boy. Oh, I, I don't doubt that it is. Oh, actually, it's it's written by a lot of fifty year old guys, but they are secretly eleven and on the inside. Yeah, no, with like his entire joke about like I wear a red suit, so you can't see the blood. This guy's wearing brown pants. He has the right idea. That's Deadpool, though. Like, that's how Deadpool was like. Written. The, yes. the, you made a poop joke. Like that's the best you got. Yeah, that, but that's how Deadpool is written in the comics. <laughs> well, what you need to understand is that uh, of all the comic book properties in the world. Most of them are are most successful when the people try to stay true to the comics, but they they try to make them seem not like comics. Deadpool's the only character where you can't do that. If it's not like it is in the comics, it's, it'll the fall fan flat. Base it, will yeah, hate it. it will absolutely hate it. It actually has to be exactly like it is in the comics. You're not going to go see it, are you? Are you sure that that what's Ryan Reynolds is the right guy? No, yeah, Ryan, yeah, Ryan Reynolds is absolutely the right guy for this. I like Van Wilder. That's like I, I like Ryan Reynolds okay. in general. I, I'm not a big fan of Van Wilder, but he is—he is the right choice 
The character that Ryan Reynolds was playing in the Green Lantern movie, which was not Hal Jordan, is no. I don't know who the fuck that was. That was Wade Wilson before going to Project X. Okay, you know what? Fine, but that's still not Hal Jordan. No, I don't. No, not even a little bit. But that's your that's your pre Weapon X Deadpool right there. Did you see Green Lantern? No. No, of course you didn't. Why no, would you? I, why, I, why? Why would you have seen that? Movie? I get the joke that he made. Yeah, about he made the that animated joke, yeah. green, whatever. <laughs> and I get that that's a lot of fan service. But the problem is, fan service doesn't sell movie but tickets. The, but the problem, the, the, the interesting thing is, is Deadpool. Well, here's the thing Deadpool will know he's a character in a movie, and then it becomes all about fan service because if you know you're a character in a movie and you know about the world outside of the movie, you can then therefore make references about that world and have it be a fan service. And it's so Okay, because that's who that character is. If you want a f- like a, a funny referential movie, Guardians pulled it off. Guardians just was good. Fine. Guardians was great. I will catch it. Did you? Uh, uh, we are we are joined actually. There's sitting behind me is as uh, our friend uh, Stephen and his wife Tiana. Did you get your cocktail? He got his cocktail. He's just sitting in. He's not. I got the mic set up. He didn't sit at the other mic. He's just sitting in. But just well, welcome, welcome, my friend. Um, oh, you know, I don't want to ruin Dan's potential like topics list. Well, but a Deadpool didn't cost much money, and B, if I'm not mistaken, it's brought to us by the same studio that created that now, heaping piece of turd that is Fantastic <laughs> Four. Okay, the old one, the original, or it's not, not the original. All of them. <laughs> All of them. Because the, the new one, the new one came out yesterday, right? Yes. And I <laughs> saw it. And morning. how was it? It is. If you took, I'll put it this way: the way I put it on Twitter, whoa, the whoa. David Hasselhoff, whoa, Nick Fury movie, is better. A made-for-TV. Really? David Hasselhoff movie is better than this Fantastic Four movie. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't thrilled about the cast. Well, yeah, what I hear is that they're with a different studio, or at least a different uh, movie production company. I think so, but I think it's all come, it all comes down to 20th Century Fox. Because no, because what I heard was they just announced a new release of comic books, and they had left Fantastic Four out entirely because somebody else had the rights. Yeah. Ooh. No, 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 it's no. a really shitty concept. Marvel, 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 Marvel destroyed. What is going on? Sorry, everybody. I don't know what's going on with the center. Marvel destroyed. Marvel stopped the Fantastic Four comic books. Now you can say that they're not it's selling. Not, no, no, it's not. It's not any of that. The supposition originally was that they were doing it somehow to keep whoever had the property from having new material to, to steal. But in reality, the reason they're doing that is because. It's becoming apparent that Fantastic Four, as an organism, may not survive Secret Wars. Oh, that's interesting. We don't normally go into comic books very much in this podcast, but we're on, like, Secret Wars issue four, issue five, and you've got, like, Reed is from the old universe and knows he's from the old universe and knows the world, like, the world is not the way it's supposed to be, and Sue Storm is... Doom's wife and supports him because Doom rewrote the world, right? And Johnny is the son. <laughs> As in, like, the actual son? The actual son of Battle World is Johnny Storm. So, there, whatever comes out of Secret Wars will not be Fantastic Four in any way like it was Yeah, but they're going to go back to the Fantastic Four. No, eventually. Eventually. But their reason for canceling the series had nothing to do with the, we're trying to keep them from having stuff to make movies out of. 
it wasn't that. Instead, it's it's apparent that they had big plans for the Fantastic Four. Well, and, and Will's not here. Will was using the restroom, but well, I do have a topic tonight that's called the Fantastic Four fails fantastically. Um, no, you know, it doesn't we, even it doesn't even fail fantastically. And we touched upon this last week where we were talking about how the Fantastic Four doesn't work on film because you posited that the they keep primary messing up, relationship they keep messing up Doom and Reed. The, the primary relationship of they Doom did it and again. Reed they did it again in this work. movie. And they, did, did, no. did you, I don't know. Did you see it? No, you didn't see no, it. I, see it. I want to see it. Did you see? Did you see the original Fantastic Four reserved with who? The one with a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, it was. They keep making this mistake where Doom's origin is power-based, and it comes from the same event that makes the Fantastic Four. And the Canadian That's that. not how the story goes. The story is Doom competes with Reed before they ever go into space and get their powers. Mm-hmm. Doom tries to push the envelope of science and ruins himself. He only becomes, like, obsessed with powers after Reed gets powers, because he's obsessed with being better than Reed Richards. And by always, like, looping, like... Lumping him in with the Fantastic Four getting their powers, they keep making these really awful stories where Doom just destroy, decides to destroy the planet for no reason. And that's what I feel happened this time. There's a lot of topic about a lot of talk about how the third act doesn't work with the rest of the film, and that goes no. back to whether or not Josh Trank was fired forget, and, and forget Simon about what's his bucket no, no, did no. he reshoots and forget about it. Let me just tell you one thing that happens it. in this film. After they get their powers, they wake. Reed wakes up. They're like Johnny's on fire. Sue's invisible. He can't control his stretching, and Ben is ye- is yelling for help from like the cell next door. And Reed escapes, so he manages to pull himself together and escape from his cell. He goes into the vents. He's talking to Ben, and then the soldiers are coming. So Reed runs away and pulls a Ang Lee Hulk hiding in the woods in like Guatemala for like a year. Never comes back to save anyone. And then when they finally catch him, he immediately comes back and starts issuing orders to people. Oh, because why not? It's like it's like a film written by a guy who kind of vaguely understands the roles people are supposed to play in the team, but has never written a, or read a single issue of Fantastic Four. William's back. We're talking about the failure of the Fantastic Four and how, how the fact that it failed fantastically. I want to know, what did it, how much did it make in the opening? Um, I don't know. I can actually look that up. It was. It, I think it only made a couple million dollars on Thursday. So everybody knew coming out that, uh, well, well, maybe. Anytime, anytime you make press hold their reviews, <laughs> you might as well have not had the press screenings to begin with. The, the, yeah. the, the audience is so discriminating now that they know... And they're so savvy, they know that if you won't let the press see it, it's because your film's bad. That's right. On Thursday, it made $2.7 million. Oh, gosh. That's nothing. Yeah, that's... That is nothing. It made $2.7 million. The perfect example is I saw it at the 11 a.m. this morning. And here's my impression of the 11 a.m.s this this cycle, this summer, right? Yeah. Um, Avengers 2 was mostly full. I want to say okay. there were maybe like 10 or 15 seats open. Are we talking like big theater or little theater? Big theater. The okay. biggest theater. Okay. And um, Ant-Man, I want to say the, the biggest theater <laughs> was about was half full. I'd see it. I'd see Ant-Man. Right? And I really Jurassic want World to. was every 30 minutes, and I saw it at 11, and it was completely full. And I went and saw Fantastic Four this morning in one of the big theaters, and there were 16 people. <laughs> Here's here, an interesting stat. Okay, so the last time a major superhero release premiered under $35 million in its first day was the Green Hornet 
and it still made thirty-three and a half million. And this made what? Two point seven. Oh. So it was so it was close. <laughs> wait, wait. It was close. <laughs> and no laugh, no. folks. Half a million wasn't the first day. It was the first weekend, right? Because um, I'd be willing to bet that even as It's got to be the weekend, right? Yeah, it has to be. Maybe we'll probably make 20 million. Maybe we did. They're estimating, okay, so maybe it's the first weekend. So even if the first million, they're only estimating 27 million, and you're thinking 20. You're thinking I think 20. It's less. I think it's less because I think that everyone knows, everyone thinks it's bad to begin with. And once the general consensus on Twitter and Facebook is, I saw this movie, I'll put it to you, I told you before we started recording, I was going to say something nice about Man of Steel. Thank you! And I'm going to say it right yeah. now. Man of Steel is a horrible Superman movie. <laughs> it's a horrible Superman movie. I, I don't... Uh, that's, not, that's not my point. I'm just, it, yeah. I have to put okay. it as a point. Go ahead. But it's still <laughs> an amusing and enjoyable film. Yes. I don't want everyone to watch what it again. What part was amusing? Oh, I hate all of you! <laughs> well, oh my God! Say what you will. The first time I saw it, I didn't start to pick it apart until I was done watching it. Until we got to the podcast, and you all suck. No, because I've seen it a few more times since before we did the video. Yeah, because it was so bad, I watched it five times. Yeah. I watch it at least once or twice a month, and it's wonderful, and I love it every but time. But regardless, I would put Man of Steel in the middle range of superhero movies. Right? It's not Avengers. It's not... It's not the original Iron Man movie. It's certainly not that's anywhere near 90% the of them are complete fucking horrible bullshit. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's true. Well, you don't like them, so we're not listening to your opinion right now. <laughs> you don't get to talk, William! But That was Des saying, I have the microphone, so you will listen to every what? word I say. Oh, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, was it as good as The Punisher or the remake of The Punisher? The first part, I like the Thomas Jane Punisher. Um, I even like the Ray Stevenson Punisher. I just didn't know why they made the Ray Stevenson Punisher. But regardless... This movie is so bad, I'd be willing to go out on a limb and say the only reason that the 90s Roger Corman Fantastic Four is not be like not better than this Fantastic Four movie is because I haven't, as of yet, watched the entirety of the Roger Corman Fantastic Four movie. That's the only thing I can give it, is that I'm, I'm, I'm counting on the 40 minutes I haven't seen of the Roger Corman version being so bad that maybe it's actually worse than this one. This thing is atrocious because they don't get any of the characters. That's what you said last Reed week. Reed is not from, idealistic from at the, all. Uh, from the trailer that you were thinking that it didn't look right. Right? Yeah, that's what I, one of the reviews I read is that like, completely <coughs> missed the point of his researchers. Yeah, he's not idealistic. And what's worse is is that they, they do this thing with Sue where they've... Look, when Fantastic Four number one came out, it was the dumbest idea for a comic book ever. Here's what happens in Fantastic Four number one. Reed Richards builds a rocket. And then his buddy, who's pilot of that rocket, they decide, we're going to take the rocket for a spin. And Reed takes his girlfriend and her younger brother. Okay, it makes no sense that Sue and Johnny are on that rocket. They just are. It's stupid. It's the 60s, though. <laughs> and who doesn't want to go for a joyride? Right. 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 Let's be honest. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have you seen my rocket? Have you seen my rocket? Oh, I mean, let's go. Come on. Uh, uh, that actually might be the episode title. Have you seen uh, my right. rocket? It makes. Uh, Steven's no on sense. one episode and he gets the title. Very good. Right. It makes no sense. But it does, and because Sue isn't like a scientist, it allows her to portray feminine characteristics that aren't about, I'm super nerdy and super smart and super brainy, right? Which allows her to be the strongest member of the Fantastic Four. It's usually Sue that solves the problem 
Because Sue is concerned that everybody not die rather than trying to accomplish some goal. Yeah, I don't want everyone to die. Right? Ever since they've started making these movies in the present time, they try to find a way to make everybody be involved. About the only thing I will give this movie is this. They don't make that a pilot with no ship. It's interdimensional travel. There's no reason for Ben to be there. So how does Ben happen to be there to become the thing? It's because when they decide to take everything for a spin to check out the alternative universe, they're all drunk. So Reed basically just goes, Hey Ben, remember how we built that little teleporter? Let's go to my... Let's, I got built a big one. Let's go to this universe. It makes no sense, but at least at least they're drunk and it kind of makes sense. Like, 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 it, it sounds like something you do when you're drunk. Like, yeah, because everything, everything makes sense when you're drunk. Look, especially with Sue in this movie. Everything makes sense when you're drunk. Yeah, especially with Sue in this movie. They, they don't make her like a scientist. They make Johnny kind of... He's not really supposed to be an industrial engineer, but like they, they, they say this thing like, I built my car. Like that somehow I'm good at building things, and, and Dad's making me help you build this stuff. But with Sue, they make her this like, I understand patterns, and I can hunt people. And the problem is, is it makes Sue a completely cold and kind of detached character. And she's not. And she kind of needs to be the one that makes them a team. Because they're a family. Right, because the thing and Johnny spend all their time <laughs> fighting, and Reed will constantly berate himself over having gotten them in this situation in the first place, unless someone pulls him out of his funk. And that person is Sue. And Kate Mara does none of that. And it's not entirely her fault. They get married, right? Eventually, yeah. Yeah, eventually they get married. They've I've been married that's forever. Like the one, yeah, that's the one comic book marriage that has lasted... For all of them. Yeah, they, they're they're married and everything. Is but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's it's a shitty concept. It's a shitty movie. You made it once with Chris Evans and Jessica Alba, which is gonna haul some people in. And thank you, Jessica Alba. And, and <laughs> shitty. And now you remade it with Miles Teller and Kate Mara, who are a magnitude worse and than those people. Yes, yeah, and you thought that so anybody would give a shit. But Miles Teller is a good actor. I just and I just need also way so worse for the role. Yes, he is. I like Michael B. Jordan. He's completely invisible in this movie. That's unfortunate. Everybody, the, the thing is, everybody's invisible. <coughs> they don't focus on any character. Like, any of them. The, you know who the most likable character is? It's the dad. It's Dr. Storm. He's the most likable character in the whole film. The guy from... He's in Cast Cards. The, the guy who was yeah, the, the, barbecue, yeah. the barbecue, yeah, guy. barbecue guy. I like that, that character much better than, than Dr. Storm. But he's the only one you ever really feel for in this movie. The whole movie is driven by action that is boring and not fun to watch. It's almost as if movie studios are pumping out an insane amount of comic book movies without any thought whatsoever. I don't believe that. That can't be possible. And I, I, worry, I, worry, I worry that Marvel is going to fall into that trap, which is okay. why they, they haven't no, fallen no, into no, that trap. No, no, Dan. Okay. <laughs> Seriously? Des? Seriously? He's got his hands up. He's like, Dan, what? Let if, the record show. If Marvel had made this movie, Stan Lee would walk into Marvel and start shooting people. <laughs> I want to see Stan Lee shooting people. No, I'm just saying. That's how bad a story this is. Stan Lee saves you money. Oh, and, and, so, and so, a perfect example of that? Zero Stanley Cameo. Yeah, I saw it. I just, I just wonder, okay, so you obviously hated this movie, but yet you liked the Punisher movie, as you referenced earlier, because it was a pretty good movie. So, are they? do you not like this movie because it's a bad movie, or is because it doesn't have anything to do with the comic book, and it just doesn't lead through the lines of... Because I'll tell you, the Punisher movies, they all suck. <laughs> I think that's a little unfair to the Thomas Jane one. Well, you know, I'm an unfair guy. Right. No, um, 
I dislike both. The answer to your question is both. Okay. Okay. A, a very bad film. Really? Like, Doom comes back from the alternate world, is in the base for about two minutes, kills everyone around, <laughs> then goes back to his world and opens a black hole to destroy the Earth. And basically the Fantastic Four goes, Oh, I guess we better stop him. So they fly through the black hole to stop him. I mean, like, it's so out of the blue and it so makes no sense. It, as a film, it's just bad. Okay. I also dislike it because simultaneously I feel like they didn't manage to get any of the characters accurately. Like, just yeah, like when when I I spent a lot of time on the podcast complaining about Tim Burton <laughs> things, and usually that's because I feel like his the, he spends so much time with the art of it that he doesn't get the characters right. Okay. This yeah, I can see that. Very much like this is like that, except at least Tim Burton usually succeeds with the art. Right. At least usually you're watching something. So it's visually enticing where you can stay. Yeah, yeah, you can stay into it for. Like it's 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 like Man of Steel. Man of Steel's not a horrible film. Mm -hmm. It's just as soon as I was done watching it and I was out of the moment of going, oh, that was amusing. I started going, it wasn't very Superman. Right, but it's a good film because yes. at the end of the day, you can watch it again. And probably even again. I'm not saying you might watch it from start to finish, but if it's on TV, you'll probably throw it on TV and you'll say, probably finish I it. I will say this. I will, I'm more likely to watch Man of Steel again right. than I am to watch Superman Returns. Okay, that's fair. Superman Returns, I think the only yeah. thing they really got Superman right was the, the, the airplane sequence. Yeah, I wasn't in that at all. And a little bit of the, I'm flying the, the island out. Usually, mm. there's five minutes right before he flies the island out. Yeah. Man of Steel has moments where it's very, very Superman. Like, I love the last six minutes. Like, one of the reasons I am really feel betrayed by Superman v. Batman is I thought that last six minutes of Man of Steel was Zack Snyder going, don't worry, guys, I know how to make a Superman movie. <laughs> this just wasn't, this just wasn't one. But yeah, no. When you look at things like The Punisher, I don't think that the Thomas Jane Punisher is a really great Punisher movie. Okay. But it's a good movie. I enjoy watching the movie. I just don't... I don't think... I think that it's kind of like a... It's a prenatal Punisher. Mm -hmm. It's Frank Castle before he's figured out who the Punisher is. Okay. And I think the Ray Stevens movie is actually a so, Punisher movie. So, again... It's a good movie or it's a good Punisher movie? <laughs> it's a good movie. Okay, so it's not a great Punisher movie, but it's a it's a good movie overall where it's watchable multiple times, has great great lines and great scenes. Here's the thing. They need to take the character that Ray Stevens played in Punisher Warzone, right, like that char like okay. that, that kind of dour character, and mix it with the living in the tenement housing with the other people. Okay, yeah. I'm still a human. Yep, yep, yep. Thomas Jane. It's kind of like if you ram those two movies together and replace certain scenes, you might make a good movie, a good Punisher movie. At that point, you'll have like a blockbuster. Yeah, well, no, I don't know because no one's gonna like the Punisher. The <laughs> truth is, Punisher is a movie you you make for comic fans and only comic fans. Other people are gonna go. And do you feel like that might be where the, killing is that where they get lost in the in the making of the movies? Is that it's not made for they kind they kind of get mixed right in the middle of it? Of I think what's really good about Deadpool is that the people who made it know. We're not making this for the people. We're making it for Deadpool fans. Yeah. We're making it for people who want Deadpool. And that gives me faith that it won't be bad. Hopefully. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off. Next. Uh, next topic, uh, William. William looks like he's falling asleep reading Reddit over there. I've got six <laughs> topics. Roll it in six. Reddit. What do you got? Three. Three. Um, apparently, speaking of Deadpool as part of the X-Men universe... Uh, Fox is working on making a X-Men TV series, which I think is the only way you're going to make oh, that Oh, they ever made one of those? Have they? Yes, it was animated. 
No, I mean like a real TV show. <laughs> Who cares? Wait, that's not a real TV show. Is that one of the best TV shows? Yeah, it was fantastic. Was yeah. it? I, I was gonna. Oh yeah, really? oh, absolutely. Really? That's like that's you like growth know. of the like. Was there really? You didn't watch it? So, wait, where, I, I, have vague, I have a vague memory of there being an X Men cartoon. The they might. Yeah, it was of an a big X, deal. Of an X Men cartoon. Plus, what did your mother give you when you were a child to black out those great years of your life? Of the, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't. He was watching Degrassi or something. <laughs> when, when, wait, when did this? When was? Oh, look it up, I man! It was fantastic. Yeah. Of, of an X Men cartoon, but apparently this is going to be an X Men. I, I mean, I, I'm sure you can uh, look it up on. Some sort of Google. I'm sure, or things that allow me to watch things. They don't. They don't have those on the internet. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I just. I, I think it was in the nineties, right? Ninety-two to ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. All right, so I was in high school, ninety-two to ninety-seven. I, yeah, that's what junior high through no, through high school yeah, through high school. Was freshman yeah. freshman through my freshman year of college. All right, it was a it was a girls' thing. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I was kind of insinuating, but I didn't quite. Yeah. Want to, yeah there were there were other things I was. So you're talking Barbie and. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, other things that was. It's a girls' thing at yeah. the time. Um, man, I'm surprised they found time to play video games during that. There are those years, like, I missed everything from Super Nintendo to PlayStation 2. I missed generations of Magic Cards and D&D because there were girls. There were girls! There was, well, there was, <laughs> was one girl. girl. There girl. Was, yeah. But yes, yeah, and, then, and then eventually you're like, okay, we're good, I'm going to go back to this shit now. And then, but the problem is going back to that shit, you're like, oh, I'm, so much I'm so behind on. Damn. Yeah, it happens quick. But I no, but apparently this is supposed to be an actual X Men TV series. My, my 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 problem with this is I think they can't do it. I think they actually have to get Marvel's permission to do it, which opens up the door for Marvel getting back into the X Men universe, which is again we talk about <coughs> rights on this a lot. As we're talking about the X Men TV series that's supposed to occur, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're interested in it or not. I just want to know if your opinion. Will you watch it? Will you not watch it? Do you want it? Do you not want it? Do we need it? Do we not need it? As long as they go all in. As long as they go all in. I don't. If they don't go all in, I don't want them to desecrate. What? No, 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 no. It depends on who makes it. True. What do you mean who makes it? Uh, Like who the show producer or the the showrunner? Okay. Um, If they if they try to make something bad, like we're gonna make our own X Men TV show. Which has the same characters from the X Men movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Movies, it'll be bad. If they go, we're a separate universe. If they do the CW thing, we're a separate universe. We're going to use the characters we're going to use. We're going to pick who we want to focus on. We're going to pick the stories we want to tell. Mm-hmm. It can be good. Right. But not if they try to make it part of a marketing campaign for movies. I just, I, I feel like they should have done that to begin with because X Men is too big of a story to tell in a movie, make a TV show, call it a day. I don't, I don't agree. I don't agree. Well, I mean, in the X-Men, I mean, the, the, the movies really brought around the whole, let's do the comic book, yeah, let's yeah, do the comic yeah, book yeah, right. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, where, where it might not have been what you're expecting, it's really brought a genre back to life. Yeah, yeah. I like the X-Men movie. Oh, I think they're, yeah, they're, oh, and the first one's, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, 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 it was the first, like, big comic book movie that we'd seen in a while that wasn't fucking Joel Schumacher's Batman. Like, it really was a good movie. The second one was incredible. It doesn't age well, but I remember it's watching it going, this is a great that it, film. It's, it's not that. It's the Tim Burton thing. Wait, what? The, the original <coughs> X-Men movie is a really good movie from the time in which it was made. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not really all so that true to the so, comics, So basically, right? like, 89, like 89 Batman. Yeah. 
Yeah, What's wrong same, with the 89 same. Batman? Let's just let's not shit on that movie. It, it, it's good for its time. It's not a very good but Batman, it's not a good movie. Batman movie. But it's but really, it's really good, but really good for okay. its time. Like, and that age in 1989, yeah. you were that age in 89, and you went to the theater and you saw Batman, and I was the same way. I think I 89. So what am I 11? I'm, right, but I love this movie. And the genius of the movie, though, is that you can still quote that movie two oh, de- two decades like later, and it's it'll never die. Part of that is Nicholson, though. Well, of no, course it is. I mean, how is it not? Obviously, yeah. part of that is Nicholson. The one Nicholson. thing I'm absolutely but I mean, proud of is that Nicholson's still higher on the Joker list than Leto. And I haven't even seen Leto yet. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. But no, yeah, he did a good job. The, the, the thing, oh the man! Thing with X Men is it, it's for its time. Where does he get those wonderful toys? I mean, come on! Like, yeah, hey, it's a movie for its time. X Men. The thing with X Men is, is that the X Men movies turned out pretty well, given that their initial plan for doing the X Men was tossed out of the window the second they released. What do you mean? The plan when you watch X One is that Gene and Cyclops are going to be your your kind of focal points. Yeah, obviously for yeah. for your series. And as soon as they released, everyone went. That guy's kind of good as... Who's this Australian guy? He's way too tall. So, I mean, like, they they turned out pretty well, given the fact that you obviously had to drop whatever plan you had almost instantaneously and come up with something different. I would be curious if anyone would attest to that. Like, if if Singer, in ten years after he's done with the X-Universe, would would actually say, yeah, we had a plan, and the studio came in and went, we loved it. It it comes down to whether or not Singer is viewed um, positively by X-Men fans or negatively by X-Men fans. He came back, he made a movie, and now everyone in the known universe I know who matters is talking about Age of Apocalypse like it's a make-or-break movie. Either it's the most amazing X-Men movie ever made, in which case the series can go on, or you've just killed the franchise. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know, I'm I'm excited about an X-Men TV series only because I think comic books work better on TV. I do like the DC Extended Universe. I'm excited about that, but... I, LSD coca. Yes. Yes. That's right. So uh, the Williams got a picture. Yeah. He's got the Cesar Romero Joker. Yeah. It says LSD. Jack Nicholson Joker with the caption of cocaine. The uh, Heath Ledger Joker with the caption of heroin. Which and is then, misspelled. Yes, it is. <laughs> and oh, is he heroin or is he on heroin? J- Jared Leto Joker with the caption of meth. It's uh, meth. Not even once. Um, all right. Before we get to, I mean, we're 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 actually trucking along here. We're already at forty nine minutes. Um, we got through without a Brian Singer we, joke. We got it. We got to talk about the the, the, the The Republican national debate. Yeah, I, no, no, no. I, I, I have a topic that's I called. Oh, we're calling that a debate. The, the, no, 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 yeah, that's called, a better name. It's called a tsunami of drugs or <laughs> the Washington cartel, I prefer, otherwise I known as the Fox News Republican national debate. I prefer Thingamajiggy. Thingamajiggy. Um, I think Megyn Kelly won. I think Megyn Kelly won, too. Um, so, again, if you're living under a rock in this country, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, there is a Repu- there were two Republican national debates last night, which tells you when we're no, recording this no, episode. No, incorrect. There were two. There was one um, debate and one session of tying people to a pole and beating them with the loser stick. Which Carly Fiorino apparently won. Uh, she did win the loser the stick thing. Like, yes. Like you are the most qualified of the incredibly unqualified people. Here's the thing. I was I was talking more about the fact that could that director have been focusing on the empty seats anymore? That was the problem. Couple things. Number one, you had the loser debate. Uh, the people who were the seven people who were in the bottom of the 
the Republican uh, sort of field. You know, unimportant people like you know the former governor of Texas. But they were in the, the former they were in the senator. No, they, Fox News did nothing to fill that auditorium for the quote unquote loser debate. The other thing I got to say is, is Carly Fiorina. From what I've seen of that debate, and I didn't watch that entire debate. I did watch most of the winner debate. Carly Fiorina killed it. Yeah, she did can she, better. Can she be the nominee, please? She did better than Jeb Bush. She did better than Ted Cruz. Almost everyone did, did better than Jeb. Better Bush. than Dr. Carson. She Jeb did Bush better. Than I, 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 I have to say, things. It's like your only experience in life is you destroyed a major tech company. Yeah. No. What I now can you be president? I want her she to be the candidate. The debate though. Because we already have those commercials prepared. The ones so about her out laying off the thirty thousand people. Oh yeah, <clears throat> the commercials write themselves. So then later, later yesterday evening, we had the debate of the ten big winners um, uh, who are who are who are ahead in the polls, and these are people like Donald Trump, Mike Huckabee, Jeb Bush, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, whatever the dude's name Rand is, Paul. Yeah, Rand, Rand Paul, Doctor Carson, Christie, uh, Todd, uh, John, Kasich. John, John Kasich. That's what I'm thinking. Um, Christie, <clears throat> Chris, Chris Christie. And they all got together for one night to have mono we mono. First of all, here's the thing. Fox News claimed this was a quote-unquote debate. No, it wasn't. They're, they, basically, yes, they asked the hard questions, but I guarantee you they gave all of the questions to all of the candidates Dan, beforehand. Dan, Number two. Dan, this whole debate was the... Remember when we said we liked Donald Trump? We didn't mean it debate. That's what the name of the debate I, was. They, the first true. question of the debate was, do you swear to take a pledge... Saying you Flavor won't simple sir. Saying you won't run as an independent candidate. That was their first question to the field. Yeah, yeah. So William didn't we didn't watch, right? Stephen, did no, you watch? No, but I'm familiar with. Did the, you watch I the, know, uh, the, the debate? First of course, I watched. Okay, so you basically. I mean, I watched. I watched the show. There was a debate last night. Yeah, apparently, okay. yeah, it was. It was again, Twenty-four better, million viewers. Better than Fantastic Four. All Republicans. <laughs> so again, basically, Donald Trump. Uh, they, 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 Fox News is like, who's going to run as an independent if they don't get the nomination? And Donald Trump basically said, fuck all y'all. I'm going to do it. And it was all about, let's make Donald Trump act crazy. I mean, there were a lot of other questions to other people, but Donald Trump had, I think, one of two things is going on. Either he's nuts. I don't think he's actually he's running. He's not. He's not. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, is he running or is he not running? That's the real question. I wouldn't say that. I, <laughs> when I look at Donald Trump, I sometimes wonder if he fundamentally just doesn't understand how politics work. Because the things he did during the debate, I'm sure, will make the people who support him happy. People asked him questions. He basically went, "That's a stupid question," and then said some gobbledygook that presented pretended to be a, a, a position. But he doesn't seem to understand that at some point, if he's going to get any new voters in any constituency, he's going to have to put out some ideas that are actual ideas, not just words. That would be great in an ideal world. And, and, and that's and that's part. Although, although we'll say this about Donald Trump. Donald Trump continually said last night, "Yeah, I've used the systems. I've bought politicians. I've declared bankruptcy, and that's what's wrong with the United States." And I'm like, seriously, did you just say you did all of this, and that's the problem? Yeah, no, but you know what he said also. Hmm. Because it was legal. Because it was legal. So what is he really doing? What is he really doing? Does he want to actually run, or is he just trying to call out everybody and say, this is what's really happening? I think he's trolling. His outreach to all those people you've ever met in your life who say, politicians are a bunch of crooks. Washington is blah, blah, blah. People who don't even differentiate between the parties, but distrust the entire concept of government... 
and think that it's all evil. Well, that's what this whole debate was. Was I'm a Republican, but I hate the Republicans. I hate all those Republicans right. and no, no. Democrats. So well, Democrats it's, it's, are even it's, worse. It's, it's funny but thing. you should vote for me because I, I hate the Republicans. Democrats in general are the types of people who think I can make the world better through politics, through policy. Yes, I can create through things government. that will help people. And there are some Republicans that think the same thing, but we now get a huge slice of Republicans who think that government is the actual evil that needs to be defeated. The Ted Cruz idea of, you need to elect me to go to Washington to not do a job, and to make sure that nobody else does their job. <laughs> like, I want to go there to try to stop anybody from doing any work, because that will help us all. And so Donald Trump takes that to the extreme of, Everybody who's ever gone to Washington is an idiot, and we need him to do the exact opposite. My favorite, one of my favorite moments was when Donald Trump is talking about how he buys politicians. I go into their campaigns, and they do what I want them to do. If I yeah. need a thing, they come to me. She went to my wedding. They beg me for. Yeah, that, that's. I'm sure that's what she did for you. I'm sure. So, so, yeah. so of course, Megyn Kelly says, "All right, fine." You've donated, and he even said, "I've donated to Hillary Clinton. I've donated to all these these politicians." And she came out. I think it was Megyn Kelly, and said. What has Hillary Clinton done for yeah, you? Was, yeah. And he looked at her he looked at Megan Kelly and said, She came to my wedding. I said, You gotta be at my wedding and she was there. She was at my wedding because I bought her. I'm like, holy shit. Are you serious? Did you seriously just fucking say that? Like, she did go to his third she wedding. She did go to his wedding. I mean it's, it's not why. I have to say, Megan Kelly, that was not one of her better exchanges. The proper response to that statement from Donald Trump is which one? Mm. Uh, yeah. I thought the other exchange with Megyn Kelly was much more interesting in regards to Donald Trump. You know, the one where Donald Trump basically said, yeah, that's right, I judge women for being fat and obnoxious. Yeah, and then he basically called and her out. Like, and that's I, the way yeah, the yeah, yeah, might as well just... Uh, yeah, he basically said, I cannot be, be nice maybe, to you. Yeah, here's this. the problem. I think Donald Trump watched too many episodes of Mad Men, and he looks at all those people with actual hair, and he goes, there's something different between these men and myself. Oh, you know what the problem is? The world has changed. It's not the fact that I'm bald. It's that the world has changed. It's a funny thing where you can take, I am a giant asshole and I say horrible things, and you can just spin it and say, but I'm not politically correct. Why is the world so politically correct? And there's this huge swath of the population that goes, yeah, well, I mean, all on board. Well, I mean, how much of the United States right now wants to say, let's do away with the political correct, let's do away with all the politics, and then they get a guy like Donald Trump comes in and is doing away with the politics and doing it with the political correct, and they're like, wow, that guy's a real asshole. So, I mean, is he doing, is he doing it for a reason? Like, I mean, is he smart enough to actually do it for a reason, or is he really that stupid? No, it, it's a mix of funny things. Because he's a, it, I mean, multi into a weird American idea that if you are rich and successful... You must be smart and powerful, and you must and be the crook. right guy, and right? That poor people are people who are lazy and stupid and have done Which this to themselves, and rich people are amazing and work hard and really smart, right? Because that's just part of this American dream. So, right. you, like, even when he comes up and you're like, he's a complete buffoon, there's a huge portion of the population that thinks he must be doing everything right. But that's the thing is like he cannot he cannot say those things uncalculated. There's no way that he is dumb enough to say all those oh, things I, I, without a calc- yeah. without something behind yeah. it. He's yeah. not well. He, this he, is he just is, this is he the has latest. Been in too many circles and played with too many people to be able to say that out loud and not know that there's a repercussion coming. And he, he's playing. Cares. He's playing. No, I I, I think, think he does. I think he does care. But I think he's playing something. You want to know? I mean, granted, I've, I've had I've had more than three beers. There's more beers than I normally have. This is a drink beer, which is a really weird thing. Um, all IPAs, but, too, folks. All IPAs. No, that's not true. The, the first the first two tastes is much better, but um, 
I think he's dying. Like, like literally? Like, like he has that, cancer? Yes, like literally. I mean, hey, yes. you know, that might that might make no. sense. I think All right, Fox News, pick it up right now. Musings of a geek. Donald Trump <laughs> is dying. I think maybe he's dying. And um, he, he, <laughs> Seriously, we're going to be on the looks news. At his legacy. <laughs> he looks at his legacy, and he thinks that when he dies, he'll make the news. But absolutely nobody will be mourning for him. He's known as a guy who um, does a lot of shows and things like that, but he does he's not particularly talented in those shows, and he's not particularly likable in those shows, and this is just like a sudden need for relevance at the end of his life. Now, I'm not saying he's literally he's got cancer today, but maybe, I don't know, he had a heart attack a couple years ago. Right. He suddenly realizes there's less days ahead than there were behind. It's possible. Oh, it's very Kevin Cause, Smith. Because something's right definitely going on. Actually, I, I, I'm pretty sure that was in Star Trek Generations. Yes, not a yes, great movie, definitely. but I'm stealing the line. But at this point, he, he desperately wants to be relevant. And right now, even being reviled, he's more relevant than he was when he was doing The Apprentice. And he was a guy who had his name on things. There was a, a great HuffPo article today about uh, how he's playing the heel. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's very much playing the heel. I feel like he's trolling the entire But party. like they mentioned, they were like the entire debate, the entire setup is very much like WWE. And he was literally the heel in a WWE plot at yeah, one point. Yeah, he absolutely was. He battled Vince McMahon, and it was a battle of billionaires, but they wouldn't wrestle each other. They'd have champions. Oh, that's because Donald Trump would have lost so and hard. And the loser... Vince McMahon? Yeah, well, yeah, he, <laughs> he would have his ass. He was recently like, on the cover of Muscle and Fitness. That dude's frightening. Considering yeah, the loser like had to get their head shaved, so and Donald of, Trump what won. Kind of came back today? He's yeah, winning. He's winning. He's fucking like, winning. Did he? Did he? Did he gain no, or lose no, or what? People, people, it, it's not gaining. It'll take very, four days. Yeah, he's not gaining. But, but I would say, look at it next week. But the early returns were like Trump, right? Kasich, and Rubio were like the big. Rubio's going to be VP. I was. Like I was very winner. surprised. But I mean, Rubio does a good job. He's a good. He's a good speaker. He's, he's got a uh, uh, a grating, horrible he's voice. He's What's too. That? His voice. That, his voice is not makes so you want to punch him in the face. Uh, he's also yeah. he's also too young for the Republican Party for the nomination. True. Although Paul Ryan was, I think, uh, thirteen years old when he was nominated for vice president. So I I, I do I do have to say I, I out of all of them, if I had to vote for a Republican today, I would vote for Kasich. Um, I, I, just, I think he came I think, across as the most sane. I think not, Kasich, not a Huckabee. I think oh my God! No, was he there last night? I wasn't yes. sure. All right, then I, 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 I stop everybody right here. In two thousand and two thousand, it had to have been two thousand. My father passed away yeah. in uh, two thousand six. In two thousand, Huckabee was running. Yeah, no. in the primary. It's four, my right? father. No, because oh, in four, in, no, in four, oh four, Bush was running. So it wasn't an oh four. It couldn't have been an oh four. In two thousand, Huckabee ran. Eight. Anyway, yeah, let's go. My father. Loved Mike Huckabee. No. Like he was on board before he passed away. He was on board for Mike Huckabee. And now as I've gotten older, I'm like, how is he still relevant? I love you, Dad. Mike Huckabee really, is a psychopath. I really miss you. I really miss you being in my life. But what the <laughs> fuck are you thinking, Mike Huckabee? Come on. I'm like, you could have won Jeb Bush. That would have been, or you know, but Mike Dan, Huckabee. Dan, don't judge your father un- unfairly. The last time Mike Huckabee ran, his positions were a lot closer to the positions the American people claimed were the ones they wanted. True. True. Right? Very he was true. for he was and for my, traditional my, marriage. He got hired to be a right wing radio my host. My father was a crazy devout Catholic. And I didn't realize how devout of a Catholic my father was until I got older. Um, and before he passed away. No, well Dan, so what I I'm get saying why he liked Huckabee. No, I what get I'm that. saying is don't 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 you have to judge him in the moment in time. The current Mike Huckabee who hasn't 
like mitigated any of his beliefs in regards to how the world around him has apparently changed appears much different than the one who back when those positions were the ones that the majority of the American yeah. people said they wanted. He didn't seem extreme then. No, he's changed. He has changed. He's, he has, yeah, he has, I'd, I'd he say he's changed. also more extreme. Yeah. yeah, no, no. He went up on stage last night and claimed that abortion in this country is literally currently illegal. Yes. He doesn't understand the word born he also in the said U.S. That Constitution. He also scientific born. information that states... That a, no, that it's a moment of conception. It's yeah. a life because of DNA schedules. I think is what he which said, which aren't a thing. Which aren't a thing. Uh, yeah, no. That that the Supreme Court doesn't have the authority to decide what is constitutional. Therefore, abortion's not legal. And uh, so there's John Kasich over there going. Uh, it's been over forty years. This okay. is the law. Yeah, okay. and that and that was John. First Kasich's of all, entire. Let me finish real quick. That was John Kasich's entire thing. Like the Supreme Court has ruled, this is the law. I don't agree with it, but this Wait, is the law. I actually did have a conversation with Amy um, from Culture Babble okay. last night during the debate really? about it. Oh, cool. That I, I thought it, it was a it. good answer, but she's like, "But it's completely oppositional to all his policies in Ohio." I'm like, going, but that doesn't make it any less a good answer." She lives in Ohio, yeah. so she would know. Um, um, you know, uh, we're also. I just want to point out, we're also talking about a Republican field that has a former senator who went on a national news broadcast and told someone that when the Supreme Court rules something constitutional, no, Congress can still pass a law that override, overrides the, the Supreme Court. As long as it's a constitutional there amendment. There are some... Yes. No, no, not an amendment, Dan. Just a law. No, no, no. They can't pass a law. Laws okay. don't work that way. Marbury yes. v. Madison. It was in the 18th century. It's a thing. That happened. There, there are some people out there who have a fundamental misunderstanding of the civics of our country. Yeah. And those people have always um, existed. Unfortunately, um, now many of them are the political officials of one party. It's true. Um, I got a couple takeaways that I just kind of want to go down my list. Um, I got one. All right. Carson loses. Carson loses. Oh, um, God, was he awful. Everybody's talking about Hillary Clinton, so apparently Bernie Sanders who? Um, Jeb Bush told me, uh, told everybody that he earned his name, Jeb. People call him Jeb. It doesn't matter. It. Let's just let's just spend a second on Jeb Bush. He lost. I'm, no, here's the thing. I'm going to say something that's probably going to upset Democrats. Jeb Bush's performance in that debate was right up there with Barack Obama in the first debate against Mitt Romney. I mean, it's was, it's really I bad. Nah, I think Jeb was worse, but I see where you're going with it. No, yeah. I think they're equal. No, Obama I mean, was not good in the first debate. No, it yeah. wasn't. Um, it's uh, the same thing. Of like, I'm the I'm the guy who's going to win, right? I don't have to practice. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, basically, all women are fat. No, they're not. Only Rosie O'Donnell. But then Trump explained that he hates women, but it's everyone else's fault and trade. Um, Ted Cruz spent the entire time trying to explain to the audience like we were children, and we clearly don't get what he's trying to do. Shush, Muppet. Um, Except that eighty uh, percent of the uh, American public has no idea what's going on. Exactly. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, well, although, although I think I think we need to put it in here that Ted Cruz did okay. Ted Cruz yeah, did okay. he did okay compared to Agreed. other candidates. He said the things he wanted to say. I don't think they were good responses, but when they get cut down to sound to say, yeah. bites, who really cares? Go back to doing Simpsons impressions. There's the big, there's the big moment where Trump basically said that the Mexican government is smarter than the American government. Yeah, which that great. was interesting. Um, when he lost the entire Latin vote for that, um, basically, he's not running for president. Uh, he's not. No, he's not. no. Realize there is a 
so some people have figured out that there is a lot of money to be made by running for president. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, like he, you can he, sell, I and he's, he's and he is that out. making it. Yeah. You, yeah. I can wait, sell wait, books. Wait. I can sell speaking appearances. I can sell anything, TV shows, whatever. If I just run for president, I get so much credibility. I can make a ton of money off of it. I don't need to follow through. And that's all they do. Uh, what does he do? Make money. I'm, I'm not sure that Donald Trump cares about how much money he makes, um, period, because we're talking about a man who told everyone how he made $213 million off The Last Apprentice, and then we actually looked at the figures, and he made 115000 plus $4 million for his production company. I'm not sure he's capable of doing math really that's well. That's why he has accountants, Des. Um, Ted Cruz has said he's revoke, he wants to revoke citizenship. If you're an American who goes to the Middle East and joins ISIS... Your citizenship gets revoked immediately, and I'm like, that you can't do that. Okay, you're the flag burning politician. I get it. Um, but, it's, it's, but, 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 but whether or not you can or cannot, from an American standpoint, from like this, that, that's, that's good, right? That's a, right? I mean, that's a, the, if you're the looking truth for is votes, that's, right? that's probably Fuck a very yeah. popular position. I mean, can we write a law to put him in jail for the rest of our lives? Yeah, we should. I mean, at $25,000 a year. Yeah, I mean, let's uh, see. Trump buys I think we just let it, not let him come back. Trump buys politicians. Um, Jeb Bush hates teachers. Um, uh, Jeb Bush was... Uh, my favorite moment, ah, my favorite moment was when Ben Carson started referring to Ben Carson in the third person. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, let's see what else. Um, uh, Jeb Bush is saying the Democrats are not on board with the, or at least Hillary Clinton is not on board with the energy revolution in this country, i.e. oil. Oh, is oil a new thing Oil's now? Oil a new thing. It just started a few years She's ago. She's not into the energy revolution that's going on in this country. She should vote for the pipeline. I'm like, that's Absolutely. oil. That is not an energy revolution. The pipeline, hold on. This is the same pipeline that allows Canada to move shit oil through America to the Gulf of Mexico to be transferred to other countries that has nothing to do with America. Exactly. Okay. The energy yeah. revolution. Yeah, that one. Um, Christy wants to take Social Security away from the wealthy, which I thought was interesting. Um, if you make over a certain amount. Oh, yeah. No, no. Look. I 100% agree the, with that. The, the means. Actually, I kind of do. The, the means I, I, why, testing. Why would you not agree with that? Why am I going to pay yeah. rich people to. I, I kind of agree to, with the, that. The, the I mean, means testing uh, with a potential slight raise in uh, the retirement age. Was probably Chrissy's best moment. His worst moment was when he started talking about the point. 350 ships. Like he has any understanding of how the Navy works. None of them know how the military works. But I, at the same time, I'm like, you know, if you pay into Social Security, you get Social Security. Am I crazy? Yes. Yeah, but it's Social Security. They're very yeah, but secure. Like, like, okay, so I pay in my money all the time to Social Security. Look, every tax that we at have the end, is very it aggressive. Was, it's a contract, right? I know, but every I tax that we have in, is very aggressive. What's I the, get my shit back. For the for the the 0.0001% that they pay, who cares? And if they have a problem with no, it... No, no, like, well, generally, like, well, come on. The people who are making $200,000 in their retirement, $200,000 a year out of retirement <clears throat> things. They're not working, they're getting dividends, well, they're getting Generally speaking, I'm all in favor of, like, hey, fuck the 1%. It's a very easy target to right. pick on. However... And I'm not saying I don't want to be one of those 1%, but yeah, when no, I'm one of those 1%, I mean, I'm hoping, at I, can the give same up, time, hoping like, I can give up $247 a month. As somebody who pays into a uh, union contract that people are constantly assaulting, and trying to take away, it's one of those things where I'm like, I paid into this, this is what I get. And Social Security was designed as that. I pay into this, and at mm -hmm. the end, you told me that if I paid into this, this is what I get. And if it turns out at the end that I'm rich, fuck you, I paid into it. And this is what I get. How about... 
How about someone yes. just really address the problem with Social Security? How about just some presidential candidate be for a, a, a congressional measure to keep people from raiding the damn Social Security trust fund? Because I'm, I'm going to pass a law. You can't pass laws about Social Security by, by, anymore. By the, by the way, Obama <laughs> did not steal from Social Security. They were still trotting that out. Michelle Bachman tried to trot that out. It doesn't work. Um, Moving Huckabee, on. Huckabee, Huckabee <laughs> lost the prostitute vote. Which I thought was interesting the last night. It's a big vote. Well, um, no, no. Let's not forget, Dan, and that all of our financial woes would be solved if we could just find a way to properly tax the pimp demographic. Yeah, right. Because right now the problem with our tax code is that the pimps aren't paying enough. Well, there, there's well, first of all, a the wait, are they paying anything? Tax on their income, sales they tax. Pay tax on that is if they do not pay tax on their income, they can be. That's what uh, they got Capone for. Yeah, exactly. You can prosecute for tax evasion. Right. Of Number course. two, the idea of a, of a progressive consumption tax where if you make $10 billion, you pay $1 billion, and if you pay $10, you pay $1. But it's $1. not progressive. It's flat. That's, exactly. That's fair it's, right. No, it's not. No, it's the most that, progressive thing you can exactly. do in taxes. That hurts the middle and lower classes. Yeah. $1 billion from someone who makes $10 billion is not the same as $1. You're talking about a bunch of people 10. that don't spend their income. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, not, that's yeah. not good for anything exactly. in this country. Yeah. So that was it. It was just it, again. It was a debate that had nothing to do with any of the issues, and it was a bunch of talking points to get the base riled up. Well, no, it was Dan, basically it, it like a served, sporting event. It served some important purposes. I mean, like I mean, hopefully, it Rand Paul out seventeen of the seventeen or well, no, like some. I think some people probably got like their 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 run ended, right? Like Rand Paul. Some of their runs Rand Paul ended went in there night. with the intent of I'm going to be the dove and I'm going to say that the war's not <laughs> so good and blah 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 and. What he got is assaulted on all sides, and he ended up looking not particularly well. I'm not sure that there's a lot of support for Rand Paul after that debate. Ben Carson proves himself to be not in any way a politician because he just strung random Since words he's never together. held a political job ever. Yes, exactly. So hopefully the people who have been supporting Ben Carson will peel off to someone else. At the very least, it did there's do nobody the, supporting the Ben Carson. <laughs> Shrinking the field a little bit. I think, I think he's some of running because he want he uh, he realizes people don't want politicians in office. No, no. But ben Carson is running day. so the Republicans can have a black guy on stage to say, <laughs> no, 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 no. They would specifically want a black guy on stage to say, race isn't an issue in America. And, and then the exactly rest of the Republicans are going to look at him and say, look, even a black guy says race isn't an issue that, in America. Exactly it's the happened. Clarence Thomas issue. You basically issue. have a black guy who's running for the Republican nomination who's like, everything's fine with... with, like, with I, I have to like, agree. Like, look at we me. Don't, I'm a brain surgeon. We don't surgeon. have an intelligent like, public, yeah, okay. but they're not that stupid. Well, and that's what I'm hoping, is that they're going, no, you know what, we're revisiting the same. 60s, yeah. It's only getting yeah. worse. Yeah, like it, it, the takeaway from this debate is, I imagine that Rand Paul and Ben Carson will both drop, and I'm going to presume that Rubio will probably pick up most of those votes, mm -hmm. <clears throat> with Kasich picking up just enough to maybe start appearing like a real candidate. Although, but I think he's a John Huntsman in the end. I think he keeps saying things that sound really good if he were the candidate and this was the general election, and don't sound so good to the Republican primary voters. No, I think Rand Paul lasts longer than you think. I, I don't. I don't. No, see I'm not saying he yet. won't stay in, but I think he starts to start seeing support fall away from him. Paul constantly yelled at all the people who were full of shit on things they were really full Actually, of shit about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Realize that Rand Paul, on half of the issues, is exactly right. Yes, and on half of but, the issues is the, the craziest person you've ever listened <laughs> here's to. Here's the thing: is he right for the primary voters or for the general public? No, 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 no. He can't win the nomination. No, he'll never yeah. win. But right, uh, he, he speaks out to his dad's followers. I'm throwing out a, my own question of the universe. Of this field that we know of, who wins the nomination? William. 
The Republican field? Republican field. Who wins the nomination? Who is going to win? Who's going to win? Fuck. Yeah, I don't. Logic says to follow the money. But Jeb, I, 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 I like. There's a really, there's agree, a, like a strong part of me that really wants to say Scott Walker. Like he's my number two, but I'll bet on Jeb. I think, yeah, I, I, I think mean, Scott. I think Scott Walker's a pretty, a pretty. I, I, I don't think it's Walker. I think it'll probably be Bush. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I have to agree. I, I hold out. I hold out. Bush Rubio. Outside an outside hope that after watching Huntsman in the 2012 election and watching what they got in the 2012 election. The Republican primary voters go with someone like Kasich, who can actually at least win a state they need. Well, and that's the thing: is like if Kasich gets a nomination, Walker is in a swing win. state. But Walker was, can't win his he own state. Kept no, no. About I think Walker great. would lose his own state, but, he but he's kept, in a swing he state. He's talking about how great he's done in Wisconsin and all the he jobs. Fucked no, it up. no, like, he has Do you have any idea how badly you fucked up Wisconsin? Like Minnesota's you can't even doing stand great on this stage, and with a straight like you're literally with a straight face saying how great Wisconsin is. Meanwhile, your Supreme Court told you Dan, you have to fund education. Like Dan, it's to that point. With, with what he's doing to the University of Wisconsin system, which is like one of the most popular college systems in the country. But the Milwaukee Bucks are getting in arena. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Scott Walker may be the only person to survive a recall election, only to fall to a recall election. Because the people in Wisconsin really like the University of Wisconsin system. Yeah, no, it's one of the few things they universally they agree on. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It was it was an amazing system, and he's trying to fuck mm. it up. All right, I don't think we have any other. I mean, we've got a ton of topics, but I'd like to move into questions of the universe because I'm getting heated up and it's politics, and I've got tons of questions of the universe. Um, this is the segment of the show where you do, ask wait, us wait, questions. Wait, wait, do we have any questions from the universe? Yes, that's what I mean. Questions from because the universe. I'm okay with the questions of the universe, but I'm not an astrophysicist. Questions from the universe. This is the segment where we throw it out to the world, and you all ask us questions, and we all answer them. So the first question actually comes from Andrew Rogers, my friend Andy. Question for the the, the, the people here: um, Nathan's hot dogs or Hebrew National? Hebrew ah. National. Hebrew National. Hebrew National. Hebrew National. I don't care. Am I in Las Vegas? That's the question I have because they got Nathan's all <laughs> yeah, over yeah, the Nathan's place. Everywhere. And when you're drunk at three in the morning, you're yeah. like, Nathan's are the best thing ever. Usually, I like Hebrew National, but I, don't, I do. Like I don't. Nathan's I don't normally eat hot dogs sober, so it doesn't really matter. That's the point. Is well, right. Seven like, Eleven is like my hot dog. So Whatever yeah. Hebrew one. Moving on. Hebrew one. All right. The next I actually question, like Hebrew. The National. next question actually comes from it's a Twitter question. It actually comes from Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Good lord. Um, why are nerds wait? Are we? Are they on the network? They're not. They're just friends of friends of the network, and we talk. Um, See, Will really wants the Amish baby at Amish, machine. At Amish B machine. Amish baby machine. Um, why are nerds and geeks obsessed with ninjas, fighting games, weapons, etc., but don't like to fight in real life? Oh, interesting. That is a good question. Yeah. I like that. I said that was a good question. I yeah. Think, I think there's a fantasy there. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You realize you're dealing with people who don't succeed at a lot of the things that have been set out as Physical the measures activities. of success in life. And if you give them a scenario, be it a video game or whatever it is where you can be successful, hmm. I can be a Tekken champion, despite the fact that I can't win a real fight, then that is appealing to so people. So there's a fantasy aspect to it, why, you lo- why, why, why we like... 
fighting games and, and these superhero movies and comic books. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, you know, for regular people, you want to be a, a, you know, a big baseball player, football champion or whatever it is. And the other people are like, I want to be a ninja or I want to be whatever it is. You know, that's, that's all it is. Okay, anybody else? Well, I think we've gone into two different topics when Dan said superheroes. As for... No. I, Welcome the, to my life. <laughs> the, the reason... I don't know. I don't know. The reason nerds <laughs> and, and geeks are really into superheroes is because no matter which superhero you're talking about, you're talking about a character who as a person in their normal life is fundamentally misunderstood. That's, I think, why it speaks to nerds and geeks is because all of us feel deep down that like the world doesn't get us. And you wouldn't put on a mask and go out and fight crime if the world understood you. Right, there has to be something fundamentally broken there. But when it comes to like ninja stuff, I agree with like Will. It's just a matter of a, a lack of actual physical prowess in the real world. Right. And at least not necessarily entirely, because I've met a lot of geeks and nerds that are really big guys now. Yeah. But like at some point in their life, Vin they Diesel. were they were I not. Mean, Vin Diesel's a great example. Right? Yeah. That doesn't mean they have a fighting ability. No, but I'd imagine now that Vin Diesel probably kicks a lot of ass. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But like, just saying, no, no, no. there's a point in his life for an extended period where he didn't <laughs> feel that way, where Probably. he wasn't, and that's why we connect. And especially when it comes to things like ninjas, ninjas are people who have extreme physical prowess and go around. And at least the way we 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 use ninjas in in video games, you're never like an evil ninja going to assassinate a good. Japanese lord, <laughs> right? You're always it's trying always to right, evil, yeah. right the wrongs True. of society, That's right? Assassin's Creed 2 right there, man. So, like my family was killed because everybody's corrupt and I'm going to right the world, the you know, the world and and in Florence. Yeah, yeah, so I think it it speaks to that. I'm a, I'm a, a smaller kid. I'm not as big as the bigger kids. And maybe they pick on me occasionally, but maybe it's less that they bully me but that they bully other people and I can't <laughs> stop them. So we we kind of want to Vicariously live out the idea of what if it's we had the fantasy. power to stop them? Yeah, there's a fantasy. No, there. th and this this applies all over the place. It's it's not only geeks with I'm not amazing in my real life, but my D and D character is amazing, or my Warcraft character is amazing, or my video game character is amazing. It extends to basically all the people who feel disadvantaged in America, right? Mm. Like, like to go to a completely different realm, gang members, right? Are people who have no power yeah. in and real society, you know, but they get to pretend like the the, the southeast section of this city is mine. mine. And when I put my uh, graffiti up there, I own it, and I'm powerful within this my organization. Yeah, but what about the like the theory that I'm gonna you know just come up with right now? Theory, lots of theories. So uh, you know, I mean, I I, I I started martial arts when I was six years old, and I'm I'm. I'm not extremely athletic. I'm a, by no way, shape, or means a, a professional athlete. But, Are you a black belt? But yes, I got my first black belt when I was 12 years old. So and now you're scared. Of here, Steven. no, and that's not the point. But my, the I, point mean, I would have been scared of Stephen anyway. The point, the point is, is like okay. The one thing that I do know about fighting and martial arts and that in general is that honestly, there is a lot of strategy when it comes to any kind of hand-to-hand -hand combat or war in general. So possibly. One of the reasons that dorks, geeks, you know, all that whole genre of people that I absolutely love, um, maybe they just like the fact that they can actually win a war and show that the fact that there's more than just We're strategic strength. thinkers. Yes, they're strategic, strategic thinkers. Thinker. It's more than just force that actually moves the world and actually wins wars and battles. Mm -hmm. Because the fact of the matter is, 
force does actually have absolutely something to do with it. But I mean, I mean, strategy I, and and being able to to take out whoever your foe is with more than just force is more important. I don't know how to do an arm bar, but if you see me play risk, <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, no, I think. Well, I think. But do you Steven, understand my point? I think Stephen. I, mean, has I a, can a understand that you're. I mean, I think that your average geek or nerd, uh, if only because of things like the Karate Kid, understand the fundamental nature of any type of martial art. Yeah. Which is to say, the I more agreed. the more you know about a martial art, the less likely you are to ever use it. This is actually true. Right. So. But it's the I'd same thing. It's like you you can take a. I, I mean, I've 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 rolled. I've done jujitsu and I've rolled with guys that are eighty pounds lighter than me. But know the strategy and know the the actual physics behind it, and can tap me out in literally nine seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not I'm not a better physical. He's not a better physical specimen than me, but he can take me out very quickly because he knows the strategy and he knows what actually happens in in what matters in that sport or that Warcraft, whatever you want to call it. So, you know, what's the real answer? Do our, do you do we like to play games because? You know, it's yeah. it's a fantasy, yeah. or do we like to play games because some... because we're proving a point that we can we still be yeah, that we can still do dominant. Stuff. We can exactly. still be dominant. dominant. Right? That, I, I I I like I, that. It's just it's just a theory. I, I like the theory. The right. next question actually comes us from the uh, lovely young lady who's taking a picture of us right now, uh, Stephen's wife Tiana, who has asked us, and she's gorgeous. Yes, she is, she's gorgeous. Um, who has asked us? Uh, John Stewart. Will he run for president, and what does the John Stewart presidency look like? No. And no. No, and no. That, no. that was the end of that. So. I, I, I love John Stewart, though. I don't think John Stewart runs for political office. But what does a John Stewart but, presidency look like? But it's a good person. But what does it look like? What, I mean, do you, do you think people could get behind a man like that? What is it? I, I, they, well, no, but they should. <laughs> no, exactly. no, no, let's be honest. It depends on what level he's running. True. Well, given where, given where he lives, if he runs for Senate or Congress, I imagine he would win against right. anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he'd be a great Congress person. Anyone, a senator, any, a senator from New York? Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. I, I, I don't see him doing that. Um, so no or New Jersey. No, we think we think he's a good Congress person. I don't necessarily know about a, a president. I think how, how no, would be great. Does he? I mean, is he ninety years old yet? Can he run it in ten more years? Or like, get, let's say he gets the Senate, gets involved. John Stewart, he's learns learns I disagree with. I don't think that John Stewart needs to run for Senate to run for president. I just don't see him wanting to be president. No, he oh, would never no, do. I it. mean, outside of that, I don't think yeah, that's what the question um, was. Yeah, no. I, I'm curious what he's going to do. <laughs> Direct, produce. I can't he's, picture he's him done. being completely out of the spotlight. No. Yeah, I can't either. Which is why I thought this was a weird move for him to to get yeah. rid to leave the Daily Show. I'm like you. You've got one of the most watched cable. Like, well, you really like you influence here's policy. The yeah. Here's the thing: I, I understand that, and I understand why he's also stepping down. And that's the fact that he really does genuinely feel like he's been fighting for about at least the last ten years to create actual change. And he looks at the system, and he doesn't feel like he's accomplishing that. What he, what I don't think he emotionally understands, is that the system in the ten years he's been doing it. Has gone batshit crazy. Oh, you can't leave. We what have was, questions directly for you. What was the study you? that came out last year where yeah. oh. they they polled people that watch CNN, they polled people that watch Fox, and they polled people that watched his show, and the people that actually had more the most knowledge about politics. Where in people general, watch his show? Where the people that watch his because show? He, yeah. They had the most accurate them. educational. Yeah, I mean it's just yeah. funny. Like, 
They make he, fun, that's, also, but... that's also a legacy he has never been comfortable with. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's never been comfortable being seen yeah, in that he, political that's, commentator that's role. He, he views himself as a comedian first, and the politics is kind of secondary. And for the last four years, at least, that's that hasn't been the case. I mean, like, I can think of at least 12 episodes of The Daily Show over the last four years or so where he's just literally been like, I don't know how to do the show tonight. Hmm. I just, I don't know how to make jokes over what's happening. Yeah, his incredible ability was in, well, pushing the needle on certain things, but shaming the fuck out of people who deserved yeah. it yeah, in absolutely. a way that nobody else could absolutely. do. Uh, he got the 9-11 first responders bill passed. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, he personally got that done. People who said, like, that were actually in Congress said, we've been working on this for months, getting nowhere. You ran a show on it every day for a week, and it got done. Yeah. And and that has I mean, not gone unnoticed. Rachel power. Maddow last last night did a whole show where she basically just said he has been the predominant voice on war and veterans issues for the last ten years. Yeah, it, they were it, pointing out Obama brought him in for lunch a couple of times just to talk just about to chat. Like I'm gonna advocate this policy. Are you on board? or Are you gonna rip me to shit? Like, what's your take? And, and John Stewart was the kind of guy who would have been honest, who would have been like, Mr. President, with all due respect, that's <laughs> fucking stupid. I'm going to eat you alive. I'm going to eat you alive. Yeah. I, I, I highly doubt he said that very much, though. Well, with all due respect. I don't imagine. I don't imagine. I mean, right, right, with, with all, all due respect. respect. I, wait, I, I'm sorry. Can't you say whatever you want after saying with all due respect? With all due respect. I'm pretty sure that's what the comment means, right? <laughs> I used that in court just one time. And what it basically means is. Sorry, Judge, with all due respect. Yeah, no, what that phrase means is I'm on I'm tilt. I'm shit on you. Yeah. Uh, I'm on full tilt and. Uh, I'm trying to hedge my bets about all the horrible things I'm about to say about you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we good on John Stewart? Yeah. This, on. Uh, the next one comes from Amanda Hibishman, who I actually did a bunch of uh, encore shows with, encore vocal ensemble. Um, they've got a new show, I would assume, in November. Check them out, uh, encorevocalensemble.com. What's your favorite salad? This one's for Will uh, and everyone else. But and if anybody says Will. tossed, ooh, uh, taco salad. Taco yeah, salad. Like yeah, because it has like twelve thousand calories, and but they call it a salad. I love a good cop salad. Not, a good cop not, salad. Not to yeah, go all foodie. It's okay to be wrong. But the beet okay. salad, <laughs> strawberries, and uh, balsamic vinegar. Damn it. The beet salad. <laughs> I don't know. At Cucina Urbana. Jesus. <laughs> I like a good cop salad. What's your favorite salad? You good you like Lord. food? I love I love food. Panzanella. Uh, I mean, I don't. That's a tough. That I mean, I don't know. Maybe a little octopus salad. All right. No, no. Salad is the bullshit that hasn't been quite put into a real no, thing yet. Salad is salad is a delicious meal. <laughs> that 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 true foodies enjoy yes, have, on a regular have, basis because they understand yet. the different levels of flavor. It's lettuce That's, with some bullshit thrown into it. <laughs> Actually, but, will. But what type of lettuce? Are we talking field greens? I mean, like, well, I mean, it's just a, a simple. This is why I bib. hang out with this man. Like, and I don't the, understand the what you're saying. The beef salad like, at Cucina Urbana has no lettuce in it. And beets well, taste like beets dirt. are also the fucking devil, so it doesn't matter. I I, I, I hate to say this, you but I, for the first time in my life, I am going to have to agree. Beets are the fucking devil. With him. All right. Yeah. No. Same way. Though. No. This is what happens. Same thing with soup. Like all of those appetizers. It's. We've taken things that you don't like. No, no, no. No, beets taste like dirt. And we have put them all together. Soup is delicious. And we're going to offer them to you for free before your real food comes. 
Eat it, don't eat it, we don't give a shit. I get free soup. Uh, or you could go to Soup Plantation, where that's all they offer you, and you never actually get food. No, they have focaccia. Dan, when we go to Vegas for MusingCon, <coughs> we have to take World Dinner some night, someplace that has, like, no bacon, and serves nothing but lettuce. <laughs> I'm sure I could find that. I'm sure it'll be... All right. Yeah, in Vegas, I'm sure. Vegas, I'm sure I can find and that. There's no, there's, no, there's no swine on there either. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, from Sean Kuhn of the Pittsburgh Nerd Pod, uh, will there be a Musings Fantasy Football League this year? Yes. Yes, there will be. Also, has Is any... he invited, though? Yeah, yeah. well, he's on the network yeah, now. No, no, no. He's, he's invited because he's defending Because he won. He wasn't on the network. And I'm respectful of the fact he's... Defending champ. He's defending champ. Despite the fact that How I am many, defending. Do you have any opening seats? No, we might. Champ. I don't know. We'll see what's going on. And uh, you're not on an episode, so therefore you can be part of the uh, Fantasy Football Network. Um, so just, yeah. just, just so you know, anybody that I have on my team, nobody else wants. They will be injured. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Yeah, that it's sad, really sad. Um, the next question also from Sean is, has anyone read Amanda by Ernst Klein? And I don't know what that Armada. is. Armada. Did I read that wrong? Armada. Armada. I read that wrong. Armada by Ernest Klein. Sounds like different things. Totally different things. Dan, Ernest Klein is the guy who wrote Ready Player One. Yes. He what liked it, but not as much phenomenal as Ready Player One. Phenomenal book. Really? And then, because it was a phenomenal book, they went, you need to publish another book. And so he went to his house... Yeah, or his cabin. And he wrote a really bad version of The Last Starfighter. And threw in a bunch of like... Is that what Armada is you were talking about? Basically, this? yeah. It's really not very good. It's not a good book. It's a bad book. <laughs> yes! Stephen <laughs> has decided to... Colin means small in Spanish. Uh, German. Um, yes. All right. The, I have not I read did it. Not, I did, did not like enjoy it. it. No, you didn't enjoy it. Well, it was not very it. good. I don't think but read it. I will, I will acknowledge that it's possible some of my dislike for it comes from the fact that I had high hopes for it. All right. I didn't read it. Final question. And actually, people asked Will if he would answer this. This is for me? Yes. Well, for everybody, but especially you. This is actually coming from Gwen. From formerly the Arkham Social Hour. Have I met Gwen? The Arkham met Social Gwen. we have not oh, met yeah, I met Gwen. in a long time. How would Bruce Campbell's chin feel if he went down on you? Wait, time out. I have to ask. I just have to ask. What does Gwen mean? On me or on Gwen? No, I think on you. Because like... on Gwen, I feel it would be mildly stimulating. On me, it would be lots of activity that I don't really need going on down there. So it would feel uncomfortable? Not uncomfortable. More like... Unnecessary. Unnecessary. William, what is your answer about Bruce Campbell's chin going down on you? Oh, it does probably have it right. I feel like it'd be soft and pillowy. I think I think Will just said I was right. I think I think Will just said you were right. I think that's the only time that's ever happened on the podcast. So go Gwen. <laughs> Gwen, you got you got William to admit that uh, I'm kind of afraid to close my eyes and see what happens. Oh no, don't do that. Do you have an answer for this at all? No, no Stephen has no answer. All right, also, that was what? I was about to say also. Which Bruce Campbell chin? Bruce the Campbell, we want. young, Army of Darkness chin, or current Bruce Campbell, I'm old and now my chin is covered by fat. Pillowy. Pillowy, Des. Pillowy chin. Resting. I'm going to say unappealing. Happily. As long <laughs> right as it's old area, Bruce Campbell yes. chin, I'm going to say unappealing. Unappealing. All right. This has been Musings of a Geek in episode number 96. 
We have MusingsCon coming up in Las Vegas in November. If you're interested, please tweet me at MusingsPodcast, or you can email us, musingsofageek at gmail.com. You know, will... he says that every time, like we've ever had someone else come to MusingsCon. No one's... Brian's coming to MusingsCon this year. It's going to be awesome. Um, we will be in Las Vegas. It will be in November. It will be amazing. We will be gambling a lot and hanging out, probably recording an episode on Saturday of that weekend. Um, we're on the Musings of a Geek podcast network. You can get us at musingsofageek.com, where we have 97 podcasts. Not really, but it feels like it. Um, 97 podcasts. Check them all out. We also check out our Amazon banner. If you'd like anything you heard, you can buy stuff on our Amazon banner. You can also buy swag. We've got swag. Um, you like audiobooks? We've got audiobooks. Jump on the Audible link on our website. You can get a free audiobook. Do it. Free audiobooks are awesome. You can sit in your car. You can listen to an audiobook. Um, we are also on the Danger Entertainment Network. We are on TuneIn Radio. We are on Geek Life Radio, except I've forgotten to add the last two episodes to Geek Life Radio. So there's You're been a bunch of old. A nickel. I'm pulling a nickel. I know. We're going to try to upload this one or the last one we did um, to Geek Life Radio. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. You can get us everywhere. William is left. Des, you got anything else on this podcast? Yeah, I'd just like to say go to graphicnovice.com and read my comic reviews. All right, there because, you go. Because unlike um, certain other people, say like the Graphic Novice podcast, I review comics that are good. Oh, okay. Um, like the good ones. And they, they mostly review bad comics that you shouldn't be reading anyways. Read Des's. Not that I'm trying to make this personal. Read Des's reviews. Yeah. Also, Tiana wanted us to let us know that uh, International Beer Day is either soon or today. Um, we do live in San Diego, so if you uh, like... It's today? It's today. Um, if you like microbrews, check out a San Diego brewery. We are the craft We are the craft brew capital, capital of, of the world, America. and, you know, it's it just it helps the San Diego economy. What's your question? My question is, is there room for international... Is, is there room for international in San Diego? No, because it's local. San Diego is local. And I, that's not true. That's not true. San Diego is very international. San Diego is very international because because we are we are very much a border town. No, but I feel like I feel like because we have San Diego beers, we can't be international because they're by heart San Diego beers. That just seems to be the antithesis of international. And I would say that San Diego is right on the border, and therefore is Th- therefore doesn't. Kind of, sort of American, kind of, sort of Mexico. But I will, I will give kudos to the craft, the craft factory down here is the fact that we are actually starting to do more of the European style beers instead. Of oh, staying, we need to instead of staying to the West Coast IPAs. Oh, and, and, then, and, and, and we're getting more creative. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're learning what beer really needs to be. San Diego's big okay. on IPAs, and it's yeah. about time because that that not, evolution was going to happen yeah, at some point. And it's not that I'm on. really trying to start another discussion, but it's that. Yeah, but we're going is to. that us getting more. Creative. What is my wife? Or is again? that just because we have so many craft breweries? Somebody's got to do something, yeah, do something different. It was 168 last time I saw. She asked, "Is San Diego? San Diego is so local and micro friendly. Is there room for international?" Yeah. No, because there are local breweries. I don't understand the question. That is the question. Like, are we too snobby and micro locally? Would Would we drink micro brews from other places? The answer is why. Why would we? Because there's so many micro brews here in San Diego. Why would we drink international micro brews? We don't need to. I mean, there there are there are there are certain shops in in San Diego that have a great international uh, selection, like Bottlecraft that has. Yeah, a good Belgian beer. But the, but I again, I'm going to say that I'm that San Diego is finally starting to step up, and and brew something other than West Coast IPAs and and yeah. getting into and getting into the Germans and the, and the Belgian type style beers. Heavy, heavy, locally, every course. every happy hour and be quite happy. Right, but is there? Billy's an alcoholic. 
But is there is there a place? Is there a place for European style beers? I say yes. I think there is. I think there is, but I think if the, I think if they're made locally, because we've got so many other local. Yeah. I mean, we've got some really good European style beers. That you know, and, I, and I appreciate the fact that that San Diego wants to stay local. Stay local, San Diego. Well, yeah. yeah, but I feel Agreed. like I feel like we started with an IPA, and since then, everybody, every local microbrew. No, and there are. There's a lot of there's a lot of variety out there, but I would say like eighty percent of these microbrews come up and like we're going to be really different. We're going to create. An IPA, and then they create a double IPA, and then they create a triple IPA, and there's only so much paleness that you can pump into your ale <laughs> before you're drinking water. So, why would you? I mean, I just feel like it, why did you just of, go Canadian? <laughs> so, 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 why would you uh, put the water there? I just feel I like I, our beer I don't know what the hell that was. We could all just go to Tim Hortons, eh? Shut <laughs> up. He just went to Canadian, folks. <laughs> but I feel like. You know, I feel like you get like so incestuous with your beers that uh, uh, that eventually San Diego beers are gonna get really boring. Says the woman who doesn't drink beer. You know, and, I, and honestly, like so, you know, Alpine Alpine did a, a hophead a hophead red, which is a double red IPA, and it's it's definitely out there from a traditional IPA, and it's an amazing beer. So I mean, we're not we're not staying San Diego. We is not staying to the traditional I, West Coast okay. IPA. We are starting to. to okay. Involved, which is what I really appreciate. Uh, okay, Hang on. I mean, you have, you have, you have Bill yeah, Beaver. One more question a, when you're done. But, but wait. Before we I just want to say, for the record, we spent a lot of time talking Sorry, about um, breweries <laughs> um, in the last few minutes. I just feel like I have to give a shout out. I've got a friend from high school. His name is Chris Marillo. He used to be a lawyer. Um, and then one day, I don't know, he stopped being a lawyer and he started his own distillery. And he's apparently doing quite well. So if you happen to need gin. <laughs> I love uh, gin. Get, give I a, always need gin. <laughs> I'll take a double. Yes. Give a try to King's Courage Gin, which is distilled in Queens, New York, by a former entertainment lawyer. So he stopped running contracts. He started making gin. Give it give it a look-see. Is this what Billy's going to start doing? He's going to no, no, no. Because, because see, Chris was in corporate law, which means he made lots of money yeah. before he decided uh, to stop being a lawyer. lawyer. Um, Billy, Billy is in public service, which means he works <laughs> diligently for a long, long time, and hopefully by the time we get to the end, we, we take care of him, which you can't sure, promise. I'm, I'm pretty sure out where Billy lives, the drink of choice is like moonshine. <laughs> no, no, I think that's. I think you're giving too much. Hey, we, we, we don't have enough bathtubs for that. Tia, Tiana had a question about Cards Against Humanities. I do. So tonight, Dan just announced that he won his first board game, and we're all very excited in about that. Okay, in a while. okay, in a that's, while. that's a little Excuse insulting. In, the first in time in he's while. won this board game, oh, he has won board other board games. So it is just question. a massively rare occurrence. Shoots and ladders, not is really considered a board game. Cards against yes. humanity, yeah. or does everyone win? Yeah, no, you, yeah, usually it's me. I'm gonna go with, <laughs> I'm gonna go with yes, and no. Okay, yes and no, yes, why? And what I mean is that you start off keeping score. But usually by the dr- time you're, you're done, you're so drunk, you don't pay attention to who's winning. Okay, and no? That's what I mean by no. I mean like, oh. yes, you start off keeping score. But by the time you're done playing, everybody's so drunk, you're kind of like... So what's the purpose of Cards Against Humanity? To make people who aren't comfortable with sexual content feel uncomfortable. And that's fun. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And here on the musings of a Wait, geek was that a question or a statement? It was And it's fun, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's a lot of fun. We, we support Cars Against Humanity because they are the perhaps the only 
ethical company in the United States of America right now? Because I'm pretty sure they have no intention of ever making any money ever. Will? I agree because... Yeah, they don't give a shit. They don't because... But they make they a lot of money. No, they give you templates on their website to where you can print out and make your own cards against you. Yes, but anytime, anytime, they are making a lot of money. Anytime I sign up, like for instance, you know, Will and I are the only people here who own part of an island. We did some reading. Oh, yeah, yeah, I own part of an island. This is a true story. Island. Um... Anytime they do one of those, they're not making any money off the Christmas package. They're just not. I'm sorry. They spend way too much money on that stuff, right? Yeah. All right. And on, on the note of the island landowners over there, I am going to end this podcast. Is there a... It's not island landowners. It's owners of Hawaii, too. Owners of Hawaii, too. Does anybody else have anything for this podcast? These six of us that are out here. Rihanna? No. Tiana? No. Nothing? I got something. What? I got bottle caps. All right, bottle caps. Sure, thank you for letting me come out tonight. Thank you for being on the show, Steve. I really, it's, it's really been very entertaining. It. It's the first for me. I know, right? I've been trying to get you on forever. And then I like, like, William, I like you it when we have guests. I like when we have guests, too. I like when Steven and I impose on our friends two hours before we come over in uh, rage. <laughs> there you go. All right, everybody. This has been Musings of a Geek. Thanks again for listening. And stay geeky, my friends. Wait, I've got more. You fucked up the ending. Stay geeky, my friends. You are now leading the world of Musings of a Geek Podcast Network. Stay geeky, my friends.